Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Campfire Conversation Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Having worked in the summer camp industry for the past two decades, I'm convinced that summer camp professionals have a unique view on kids and young adults. I am certain that the stories that they've earned by working with and alongside thousands of kids and staff members from literally all over the world can be useful to parents, teachers, coaches, and mentors back home. So each week, I spend some time around the digital campfire with the leaders and thinkers of the summer camp world. We share stories, we laugh, we learn together, which really, when you think about it, is what we've been doing around campfires for as long as campfires have been around. So I hope that you'll spend the next few minutes around this digital campfire with me to see how you can take some of the magic and fun of summer camp and apply it to your life back home. This Campfire Conversation podcast is brought to you by our friends at Scope, who send hundreds of children from financially disadvantaged families to summer camp each year. Kate and I have supported Scope since our first summer in camping 17 years ago, and I'm thrilled they're supportive of this podcast. Stick around to the end of this Campfire Conversation to learn more about Scope, or press pause and head on over to them on the web at scopeusa.org. Today we have a treat in store for you, certainly a treat for me. I've got Sammy and Julia from the Happy Campers podcast around the campfire with me. They have grown up at camp, they have worked at camp, and they have talked about camp for the last three years with people from lots of different places and a lot of different types of camps. And I wanted to spend some time with them around the campfire, kind of picking their brain a little bit and seeing what they've learned and how they've taken camp um, from the camp world and applied it to their own professional lives as they've moved forward. So I hope you'll enjoy this campfire conversation with Sammy and Julia. Sammy, Julia, so happy to have you guys around the campfire. Thanks for inviting us. So now y'all have been doing this amazing podcast for the last, what, like almost four years now, three and a half, four years, the Happy Campers podcast? Yeah, three, about three, almost, almost three. Julia, you're looking like you can't believe it. (laughs) I know. Well, only because I think it's three, not four. (laughs) That's the only, that's the only unbelievable part <laughs> <laughs> so what what but yes it's a way longer than we expected <laughs> I, yeah but what, what got you guys going what made you want to start doing this um so I was listening to a bunch of podcasts in 2016 and I just had I was just like oh, I want someone to listen to what I have to say <laughs> and then I was like <laughs> I was like well, I don't really know what I would talk about. And then I literally had like a light bulb moment where I was like, what do I love or know better than summer camp? And so I actually uh, went to camp with Julia and her older sister was in my bunk. And so I was like at brunch with her sister. And I was like, should I, like, I have this idea. I kind of want to do a camp podcast. And she was like, you need to email Julia immediately. And so I did. And then Julia was like, yeah, let's do it. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, all right. So during this process for the last three years of, of thinking through your experiences at camp and talking with all these people, what, what have you learned? What have you learned about camp now that we're you know, X number of years removed from it? I would say that um, yeah. the thing that I learned is that when Sammy and I started, we were just obsessed with thinking that our camp experience and our camp was the camp and the camp experience. Um, and we had a pretty hard time believing that anyone else loved their camp experience as much as we did. Uh, so this entire thing has just been 
this amazing kind of opening up to realize that other people love camp as much as we do, even if they didn't go to our camp and that that's a totally legitimate, wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you. I think that when we started this, I was a little bit on a mission to just like prove to myself that like I had the most authentic and best camp (laughs) could compare with mine and like no other camps could compare with mine. But like we visited a bunch of camps now and like, I am obsessed with all of them. Yeah. Like, Oh, I was like, my camp experience was like beautiful and perfect and what I would want for anyone to have. But like, Everyone has, not everyone, but like everyone who loves camp loves it the way that I do. And I was stupid to think that like mine was something more authentic for any reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I I can tell you how many times we've had staff members come to camp and say, well, at my camp, we did it this way. At my camp, we did it this way. It's like, okay, you want to, you know, tell the kids exactly how not to act? Like, no, walk in and say, well, at my camp. Um, and the other amazing thing was we were, I took our CITs to pizza one night. It's kind of a tradition where I, I take the, the oldest kids out to, to pizza. And there was another camp there at the pizza place. We have a bunch of camps right around us. And they were doing the same kind of hand game, you know, on the table that our kids do. And our girl's like, oh my gosh, they stole our stuff. Who was there? Like, yeah, it's not, not so much stealing. It's just like a lot of us do the same things here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's been the most surprising thing? I guess, you know, obviously everybody feels the same way, but what other surprising things have have jumped in for you guys through this process? I would say that, like, I don't think that I fully appreciated how many different kinds of camps are out there. And there is literally a camp for every kid. Mm -hmm. Like, if, if I have always thought that, like, every kid should have the opportunity to go to camp, but, like, there is a camp that will fit every kid. There is magic camp. There is space camp. There is sports camp. There is like literature camp. There's literally, there's role playing, like live action role playing game camp. Like there is a camp for everything. And like, I, I don't think I appreciated that or thought about that at all. Cause I went to this very like run of the mill, traditional all girls summer camp where we did everything, which is great for some kids, but like some kids just want, something very specific and there's a camp for that. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. funny, y'all, y'all had a person on recently, Renee Flax, who's one of my close, close friends in camping, you know, that can help people find the right camp for their kid. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the thing that surprised me the most was, um, you know, was so, what's been so great are meeting all these people who absolutely love camp mm-hmm. and it's just such a range. Like we've had, you know, uh, I think we had like a nine-year-old on the podcast all the way up to my step-grandfather who's in his 80s. And, you know, they're both equally passionate about camp. Um, But then the same thing, like you can have someone who's like, you know, wildly accomplished in their career and all these things. Like it's just all types of people who, you know, during those years of nine to 15 had some type of amazing formative experience. And then hearing the story of how it kind of affected after, yeah. and their life choices and their friend groups it's so cool and that really surprised me the you know the breadth of how camp affects so many people yeah absolutely so well and thinking about that so you know y'all are past you know the camp experience yourselves what what lessons have you guys taken from your camp experience and now put it into your work life and you know the, your work and your life you know later on down the road yeah, a big, um, I was thinking about just the ways in which, you know, doing this podcast the past 
a few years, really re- reinvigorated. There's a little more about like how the podcast affects, you know, the, the life now versus, mm-hmm. you know, how being a kid at camp. But um, so many things about like being childlike, like, like taking that crazy creek and just bringing it to the nearby park <laughs> or playing jacks on the wooden floor or just choosing to wear, you know, to buy a fresh pair of Tevas or wear camp clothes and just have fun because there's no reason why not to. That was like the most Julia answer and I'm about to give the most Sammy answer, (laughs) 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 which is, uh, so I worked at camp for five summers. So like a lot of, a lot of stuff that I learned at camp, I carry it into my job, which like I'm a trademark lawyer. I work for the government, but a lot of my day-to-day job is like dealing with applicants on the phone and I talk to them like I talk to parents or campers like just you know I we can handle this this is not the end of the world this is like a very manageable situation which is a skill that I for sure learned at as being a counselor at camp yeah yeah you, you got to be flexible and you got to just kind of figure it out H- having been a counselor and looking back at it and you, do, do you look kind of at Julia sometimes like dude you have no idea how hard this was <laughs> always that's like that's the energy i guess you know what it is i mean it's a very tight you know you know fraternity sorority whatever you want to call it you know of staff you know people who've been to camp is kind of one pool and then another group of you know people that worked at camp and then you get those people that went to camp and worked to camp and they all have such different you know viewpoints on the on the experience yeah Yeah, for sure. I mean, there was a, we visited our camp, uh, like the first summer that we did the camp road trip and Allison and I, Allison's our producer, we were both counselors and Julia was never a counselor. And the way the excitement that Julia had for going back to camp was like fully (laughs) years old again, like could not wait to get back there. And Allison and I had been on the other side. We like kind of understood that like visitors were a little bit disruptive. Like we were excited. (laughs) Like we are going back to camp. And like, it was just, it was like such, it was like a a perfect summarization of what you just said, which was just like, you know, we just have different perspectives based on the fact that we had worked there. Julia hadn't, but we all had a good time in the end. Yeah, I mean, the magic is alive, but it also set me up for like potential disappointment when I realized that I was not free to do whatever I wanted and that I had to leave at the end of the night and couldn't stay the next five weeks. So, what, you know, Julia, what was it like for you to, to literally walk back into your camp for the first time? Um, overwhelming because I just wanted to like be and, you know, touch everything and be exactly how I was and see all my friends and see all the counselors. And none of them were there and no one wanted me touching anything. Um, but what's nice is, you know, and I've been back a couple of times, but when they have those experiences, like whether it's campfire or whether it's cheering for something down at water sports, there are certain things where like, it's more the merrier, just come on and join in. And I love being a part of those. It's yeah. the other ones that are like, oh, this is just for the kids. And it's weird <laughs> if you try to get involved. Where I get a little sad, but then I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I got to do this, and I don't want to spoil this by being the random, you know, person in their 20s slash 30s joining in on their lip sync night skit. (laughs) You'd have a ton of fun, and you'd probably be the best one up there. So, well, thank you. I think they would would hate me, (laughs) (laughs) but I would love it, so I don't care. Fair enough. Awesome. All right. So you guys have interviewed, you know, tons of people so far, like you said, from a nine-year-old up to, you know, the, the grandfather. 
what's been the craziest camp story you've heard so far? Oh, they do something weird at, I mean, Pine Cliff is a camp that, that we think is, <laughs> that's funny. It's pretty similar to ours. And we, we've had many friends over the years uh, who went there and it's all girls camp up in Maine. And we have, you know, we have our own real specific traditions, but they had one that we just had never heard of. And it was something about, they kind of have a contest where they eat as much corn as possible, like corn on the cob oh. in a you know certain number of minutes. And then with whatever corn rinds they have left, they have to like, make corn art so they have to shape it into like a boat <laughs> and, uh, from noah's with. and it's just called corn night <laughs> <laughs> it's great yeah. the weirdest thing yeah that is fantastic oh my gosh yeah i've, I've not heard anything about that i remember one night we had a, a big corn a palooza but it's because we got this great beautiful corn that was from right down the road and we just kind of cooked it up and like hey look well, great corn but you gotta gotta make art I, I guess so. That's going to be a new one. And are there are there any consistent themes you know across across talking to everybody? A lot of shy people coming out of their shells. Yeah, um, a lot of people that like kind of saw something that they might be good at for the first time at camp, and then kind of pursued it as adults, mm-hmm. including the two of us. Um, a lot of people who really are best friends still yeah. with their camp yes. friends. Yeah. 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 There's nothing like camp to make a whole bunch of friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of really good camp friendships. We also had some people that like met at camp and got married. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We quake just had one of our first, uh, former camper and staff member wedding. And we got all these pictures together for them, you know, for the parents doing different things they had the camp name on their cake. I mean, it was, it was, wow. I mean, they, well, they, they were longtime campers, longtime staff members. It was really just a, a pretty fantastic thing. We're, we're pretty thrilled, you know, for yeah. them. That, that Two light. of my closest friends as counselors uh, met at camp as counselors and got married in Australia and a bunch of us went to the wedding and it was, oh, the best ever. that must've been fantastic. It was the best. All right. So I got kind of maybe a weird question, but I'd be thrilled to hear your answers to this, both of y'all. All right, so here you are, let's say 15 years past your, your camp heyday as a camper, roughly. What would you tell your, looking back at it now, what would you tell your younger camp self that, that you already know now? What would you tell? Mm. This is the same thing I was telling myself <laughs> kind of like that whole last summer, which was just like savor. Every, and I used to say in a very dark voice, like, savor every moment because yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true like and I was intense about it then and I'm intense about it now so like when I do get to go be back you know on ca- at camp on campus whatever it's called uh for you know five hours one day I I had that mindset of like everything is sacred every step you take every sip of the camp water every nope. time you use the camp bathroom <laughs> Um, yeah, I was going to say to my camper self, I would for sure be like, you better appreciate this, but like, it's so hard to appreciate anything when you're 15. Um, to my counselor self, I would for sure say like, there's so much drama happening that does not matter in the greatest, (laughs) like, just let it go. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Like you are the best place on earth. It's, you're fine. Everything's fine. None of this will matter in six weeks. 
Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, to, to that point, I mean, it's, if, if you could just have the 19 to 22 year old young men and women who are doing this, like it's going to be okay. Like it all is going to work out. It's great. You know, and Julia, to, to your point, I think that because so many people take the experience, so they savor it so much and like they put so much into it that as a camp director, if you change it the next year, like if there's oh, a little, yeah. like, dude, that was tradition. Like, no, no, we, we served donuts inside because it was raining and we had to do it. Yeah. That like, no, no, it's tradition. No, no, it's lasted one time. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how that is tradition. We have to do it this way. It's like, I not. even did that as a, as a counselor too, where like slight things are being changed. And I was like, no, we can't do that. And now I'm like, why, why? I definitely, <laughs> my boss's job so much harder. I like riled kids up about it and I yeah. should not. That. Have you guys ever been in a situation that has been as intense emotionally as, as summer camp? There were like moments in college where there were small groups and all that. And it always, but it's still always, it's like, Ooh, this is like camp. <laughs> Nothing has ever replaced it to be like, this is like playing camp will always hold that special spot of like the thing that we're always trying to achieve when you're hitting, you know, closeness with a good group of people. Yeah. So when you're at cause, like I never went to camp growing Well, I tell you back. I went to one camp for one time, Falling Creek, great boys camp for, for like, a two week session. And that was it. You know, I got mm -hmm. home, my parents said, go to work. I'm like, yeah, okay, go to work. Um, but when you went to college, did you find groups of people who are like, Oh yeah, we went to camp and you could have those great conversations. Oh, totally. Yes. <laughs> they I, were everywhere. <laughs> I didn't, I, a lot of, so I was also a big theater kid and like, there's not a huge crossover of like <laughs> theater kids and like camp kids. Yeah. And so like, theater camp not, kids. There were a few. There was a couple that, like, a couple that went to camp that I, I found those few people. But um, most of my friends from college did not go to summer camp. And so it ended up, and especially because I was working at camp all, all through college, mm -hmm. it ended up me, like, them being like, all right, you have 20 minutes to talk about camp, and then we can't talk about it anymore. Because, like, I, they they had to put a moratorium on me because I talked about it so much. They're like, they're out, they're maxed out, we're talking about something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can get to the point where it's like, enough, like, we get it, no problem. Yeah. 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 I do the same I, thing when I'm back home. I'm like, I don't want to talk about camp. All my stories are from camp, but I, I can't, so I'm a very boring person around the house, you know, because I can't <laughs> tell everybody all my stories. I had a little bit of uh, opposite experience in those college years where I wasn't going back over the summers. And in a lot of ways, the like beauty of me, like uh, getting really jazzed up and talking about camp was kind of sucked out of me because mm -hmm. as I was like applying for jobs and internships, every time I met with like the college or the counselor at school, they would be like, okay, whatever you do, don't talk about camp. Really? Because it makes, yeah, because it makes you sound young or it makes you sound like you haven't had other experiences and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So camp was kind of like, shamed out of me huh. um and it wasn't something that i spoke about with anyone who like i knew didn't have the exact same experience and then it wasn't until doing the podcast with sammy that and even like the first couple months of doing the podcast like i didn't really tell anyone who wasn't who i knew like wouldn't already have loved camp so it took a while until we like got some traction that i was like oh wait I'm allowed to talk about this. And I was so surprised by how much people loved it and wanted to hear about it, even if they didn't go to camp. So I blame all those people who told me to be quiet and I wish I hadn't been. So now I'm reclaiming camp. <laughs> nice. Excellent. So uh, what, what do your friends think about this? Those that didn't have the camp experience and they're listening to the happy campers podcast. What, what, what do they say? Um, 
I am always surprised when one of my friends who didn't go to camp listens to the podcast and I shouldn't be like, they do it to support me and they always end up enjoying it. But I'm always just kind of like, Oh, you did like, that's weird. Why would you do that? You, you don't have this frame of reference. Um, but whenever I tell people about the podcast, I, they're always like, that's the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Like I, it, Recently, I was in a meeting with two of my bosses and I like said something about the podcast and my boss was like, you have a podcast about summer camp? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I can't tell if you're kidding. I was like, I'm not kidding. This is real. <laughs> I do have a, a podcast about summer camp. Yeah. Uh, everyone thinks it's cool, but like some, yeah. people, some people, I'm shocked that they listen because they didn't go to camp, but like they like it. So yeah. keep on listening. And everyone gets super jealous when we are off on the road doing our camp road trips because oh, I think yeah. that's everyone's dream yeah. is to just kind of travel around with their camp friends to camps. Yeah, it's funny. And jump in late. There was talking with a gentleman. I, I, I'm blanking on his name right now, but he runs a place called Camp Stomping Ground. It's a really interesting camp. It's a totally different type of experience, you know, for the kids. Um, it just sounds amazing. But he he started it by traveling around and visiting 200 camps over the course of the summer. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like, oh, wow. You want to talk about the best internship ever? I mean, look yeah. around and seeing, taking notes, that would just be unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the fruit is, is in what, you know, he and his partners are doing there at Camp Stopping Ground. It just sounds so cool. That does sound cool. That's awesome. I, we love visiting camps. It's like the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. That's the funny thing about my role is that I don't get to visit many camps because I'm, I'm at my place and Right. Honest, you know, when you show up someplace Memorial Day and you leave Labor Day, you, you know, you don't really want to go see other camps. You just want to go home. Right. <laughs> you, just, you know, you're just kind of so beaten up by the whole thing. It's fantastic. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to see other places. I honestly think the first summer we did it, we truly were using it as an excuse to go back to Walden. Like, <laughs> oh, we, fully. We were like, oh, yeah, let's take a trip to Maine. And like Julia's sister was getting married and her bachelorette party was in Portland. So we were like, we'll do it around that and it'll be great. And we'll just go back to our camp and see if we can find any other camps to visit. But we ended up, I think like falling in love with the other camps that we visited. So. All right. So here's a question. Is it the, the place you fell in love with the traditions you fell in love with or the people you fell in love with? Oh, three. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Uh, every camp was different, but every camp was just like so welcoming and we love a, a good camp tour. We love talking <laughs> to campers. We love camp directors so much. Uh, it was like- We love food at camp. Yeah, we love- We camp love camp to food. test everything out. Yeah. We love lakes. Sammy, trapeze. Sammy tries to do the trapeze. Yeah, she always does the adventurous thing. <laughs> nice. Uh, we jump in every lake we see. Like we just like, if we could do this for our full-time job <laughs> well there are people for out sure. there that do um, so what what um what was the coolest activity you've seen at a camp like something that's totally random and different i mean the trapeze was pretty insane did it go yeah. in the water it was like a, like in the big net or what was it no they have like people from circus Soleil come yeah. and like run it it's really yeah. impressive it's that's on gra- it's on the land yeah nice okay um there's Cops some yeah, and just like that, like um, they had that like floating jungle gym. I forget mm-hmm. what it was called, but it was like basically like this huge jungle gym that had all of these like climbing parts that it was in the water. So you like swam up to it and then went through it. It yep. was super cool. 
And then uh, I Eisner Camp had a 3D printer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. the first 3D printer <laughs> I'd ever seen. That's next level. That's the crazy thing about a camp, like you said earlier. I mean, there's something for everybody, you know. You know, there, there are camps that have 3D printers. There are camps that have got, you know, huge climbing towers. There are camps that have got go-cars. There are camps that have got, you know, fashion design studios. Whatever it is, it's just, it is it is different. You know, camp has certainly changed since, you know, we were all at camp ourselves. Totally. Oh, yeah, I'm to find a camp with go-karts for the summer. That go-kart camp. <laughs> only go-kart, go-kart camp. <laughs> go-kart camp. It exists. Awesome. So if, if people besides listening to obviously the, the happy camper podcast, which is a ton of fun, you, you all are hilarious. Um, what would you suggest to someone to learn more about camp? Uh, there are some really, really fun movies out there that have been made. <laughs> uh, of course, what hot American summer, yeah. of course, uh, the parent trap, yeah. um, a ton of more series. There's, I mean, we, we've talked about it at length. Um, we have, yeah, we just like to geek out about anything uh, yeah. camp related, but also that, oh, that great website, Summer Camp Culture. Yes. Uh, it's so a lot cool. of like relating, you know, especially for people who didn't experience camp, but love pop culture. It's a good way to kind of get that in. Yeah. Loud out. Uh, also ACA.org. I feel like we should plug them. They were so nice to us. Totally. Yeah, ACA camps like, and fantastic. also there's a bunch of websites, a bunch of websites that, and also Summer 365, uh, we have Lauren pass on the podcast and she mm-hmm. will match kids with camp um and they're fantastic it's out there yeah and then if they're you know people want to learn more just at the next dinner party you're at ask the question did anyone go to camp and then people won't shut up <laughs> that's right you, yeah. can, you can definitely talk about it for a long long time i take also, so my boys are, are at the age where they go and do bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and parties yeah. and all this stuff they see their friends from off and it's incredible you see all the, the the school friends and then the camp kids get together and it's like this little bubble within a bubble and they just yeah all the way around it's absolutely hilarious to watch no <laughs> oh, it's so fun well awesome well y'all thank you so much for spending some time with me around the campfire this is awesome you two are hilarious and i the the podcast again you know happy campers sorry happy campers podcast it's just been so much fun for me to listen to um and and i wish more and more people would do it because it's it's a great one thank Thank you cole thanks for listening you got it guys having us and yeah you're awesome we love you a lot (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll come to your camp in person as long as you have a lake you guys love to show you all around we'll have a big time great awesome all right everybody have a great rest of your night you too bye bye Okay, I I think apologies might be in order because after listening to that, I laughed really a lot and I hope it wasn't annoying to you, but I have so much fun talking with those ladies and and listening to them. They've got all these little nuggets that are just great. I love the fact that they were talking about how the fun stays with you from camp, if it's the right camp. And I think that that was one of the biggest takeaways for me that you have to find the right camp for your kids. And if you do, that's what unlocks their potential, at least helps unlock their potential. It allows them to to become their best selves and build a bunch of friendships while they're in the process of doing that. So thanks so much for spending some time around the campfire this week. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you'll tell your friends and help bring them to our campfire circle. It's big enough for everybody. And if you did like the conversation, please leave a rating or a review on iTunes or whichever podcast listening platform you're enjoying. Until we speak again, have a grateful week.
Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.